decide to start acting in film? And did you receive any formal training before acting in China? Actually, I always believe that uh, you know everybody has a mission in life, and I'm, I'm very daring, very brave, and very honest to follow how I feel. I never learned acting, and when I was a child, I don't know. Now I'm talking. I was mute. I couldn't talk. I was so scared. I I just learned recently. I realized that I have a memory of a previous life. You're not leaving. So today I dress like this. If you see some of my film, it's a wild animal. So I realized my previous life, I was this wild animal, like a cheetah, leopard, and this wild cat running free in nature. Therefore, come to as a human being, I don't know how to behave. I was like frozen. I was scared of human beings. Really, I feel like I don't know those people. I don't know. So I have this free spirit, but I don't know people. So my parents are, are professors. My mother teaches、uh, literature. My father teaches music. They have a colleague come to my house, right? They say, "Come here, call auntie and uncles." I was frozen, and they say, "Hey, hey, call him." I just didn't do anything. You go. I ran. I feel like I, I don't know why I'm so afraid of human beings at that time. But I feel like internal. I have this big rage. So finally, I learned about acting. It's like a psychological twist in my mind. I said, "Wow, I'm playing another character, so I can be me. Nobody will know, because right, it's another character. Therefore, I can be brutally truthful, honest. That's what I do. I never learned acting, but I'm so much fun doing it. Because I can do all of it because people don't know it's me, so I feel safe. So that's why I'm good and and." I, I'm one of the best performers in the world. I can see. I work with so many big stars. A lot of them are afraid of me because when, I, when they are standing there, I have this presence. I just so confident. It's not only that. I'm not a child. I want to have fun playing. You know, the best sense when we are doing is like you don't know what's going to happen. You're just there, excited. Like in Hollywood, right? Big trailer and everybody say, "Oh, buddy, you ready?" I say, "Yeah, I'm ready." They think probably no. I have no clue what I'm going to do, but I know this. I don't know what I know, but I know something magical. I know. So he said, "Show us." I said, "Turn the camera on." You know, I don't like to rehearsal. With the camera on, I would just like play, like I change it. I play. I don't even know. So after that, they said, "You're brilliant." They said, "How did you do it?" I said, "Am I good?" Because I did not know what I was doing because I was not aware. When you're not aware, that means you're in the moment as how it happened. You know, the camera. I learned there. I love camera. Camera is so sharp, like a ghost. If you lie, the light is bigger. If you be truthful, they make it so powerful. And sometimes I feel like、uh, you have to be honest, and also you have to like a child. Like I'm taking a little bit further. I'm just talking. <laughs> so,、um, like in fear, like、I'm, I came from a communist country. Like you see, I'm the cover of Playboy magazine. It's too far away. Hugh Hoffman called me to play with me. I said no, no, no. I said that's boring. My my mother's gone. So no, no, no. I'm not gonna do it. I rejected for three months. He said that that's the sexy thing. He just think I'm sexy. He said no matter what, get her. His editing come here to have meeting. You know, what do you want? I said no, no, I'm not gonna do it. Finally, in the end, I decide. I design a big pink rose on the back with my nude body. I design the the. 
projection, a man, woman making love on my body, I decided not to Chinese calligrapher on my body, I decided. Finally, I still don't want to do it. He said, you have to get by me. Then I said, okay, if I ask a price, I ask a lot of money, then it's too much of this, forget about it. I ask him, whatever she wants, shit, I should ask more. <laughs> so, no. so finally, you know, it's funny, like uh, I, normally I'm like makeup stuff, I'm very fast. That makeup's already two and a half hours, I'm still in the makeup room. Everybody said, I mean, it's two and a half, you're still there? It's just like, I don't know how to be new, therefore I'm just taking time, right? Finally, I have to be there. I said, uh, you know, when, when it's hot in the room, and it's, your nipple looks so much more <laughs> provocative. I said, ha, oh, this guy is sweaty. It's been you, I'm naked, right? Finally get in. Okay, take me forever, take off clothes. I was like this. I say, move your hand. <laughs> Taking me a long, long time to finally be free. So Hugh Hamner takes seven days of shooting. I said, are you shooting a movie? He keeps changing the color. In the end, I, I feel like, um, you know, when you walk into the Playboy Mansion, all the Cindy Crawford, Marilyn Monroe, all this beautiful picture in front of you, you're like, wow. After a while, you feel like if you're wearing clothes, you're kind of dirty. That's a fairy tale then. In the hand, I'm running around naked. You know, you kind of, uh, he liberated me in a way. So I feel like, uh, wow, I said, uh, I'm going to be in trouble at that time, like in, in China, right? People actually in China say, oh, oh, buy Playboy. First time I bought a Playboy, I bought one. I think it's six or eighty dollars, very expensive. I look at it, oh my god, what is this? So finally my, my family, right? I, I couldn't know that everybody talked about me. My sister called, he said, You better call call my mom and dad. I said, Oh god, I'm in trouble. So I called my mom, and mom said like uh, why you didn't call? I said, I've been busy. Uh, I said, Mom, he said, I, I can't talk, I'm with people. She's playing mahjong with people, right? Finally I said, she call call dad. I called my father, I said, uh, my father, I, I heard some, some magazine or something, right? I said, no, no, it's nothing. He said, uh, next time you come back, can you bring one back home? <laughs> <laughs> so I went home. I actually didn't bring because I just don't know how to present it to him. No. It's like a liberation changed me. Now I be, I'm, I'm in a legacy. Hugh Hoffman, he's such a cultured man. He invited me to play with me. He said, by well, your family, you can come all the time. So I drive there in the weekend. He always play classical movies. He's a really cultured guy. Probably you didn't know all this girl, this whatever bunnies there. He doesn't. I'm not. He doesn't really give a shit. It's for him. It's almost like a decoration. You know. He's so he's so beyond that. But he have that. Just everybody to see. He can do that. So that's the experience I learned that. Basically, to how to break, you know, when, when you cross the threshold. Like, like uh, first time, I'm taking him along. So after Playboy, I accepted, right? And I remember when the Playboy uh, released, the next day I was flying to San Francisco for a film festival. All the fans in the LAX, they asked me, I said, oh my God, how did this new pictures? I was fierce. I called my agent. He said, by the way, there's the internet. I was like, oh my God. I thought it was only the magazine. Even now that people in the Hollywood right cover this side, I was like hiding. But it's something like kind of a mischievous kind of a opened me in a way, you know, you should be proud of who you are as a woman, you know. Anyway, that's the story I'm taking with. Oh, well, thank you. Um, expanding on your film career a little bit more, 
you've chosen to do a lot of your own stunt work. Um, why, why did you decide to do that? And did you receive formal training for the stunt work, or? Because I, I feel like the body language, actually, even like Bruce Lee, right? What makes him great is the energy behind how to fight. Anybody can put punch, but the speed, the power, and how he doing it is to gather all the universe. The power is different. So I'm good at I'm very physical. I learned ballet. I was in the People's Liberation Army when I was 14 in Tibet. You probably know. From there, come to here, I was like, wow, it's almost a different kind of life. So I, I move very well. I remember I did a movie, Crank 2, with Jason Stason, right? They had this girl, Stan Double. She took her literally two months to lose weight. In the back, she only, it just looked like me. I said, oh my God, dress everything. So finally, when they drop in the car, the car come in, they lift me up. When the car done dropping on there, I said, I'm going to do it. I was crazy. You know, these guys put a string around the phone, all of that. The car come to drop. What about if you drop me in lower? I'm going to hit the ground, right? I was crazy, but I did that. <laughs> you know? But I just feel the different range, and I like to take chances. Like, even the pro, your partner asked. Now I'm not going to do that. At that time, I do not know English, right? The one name in the end of the crow chasing after me, there's a column, like the column. You say, buddy, counting uh, one, two, three, you stick your head. Then counting one, two, three, you back. Counting. What about I come there, he come differently, I'm here to shoot me. How dangerous is that? I said, I was so stupid. But nothing happened to me. I'm not going to do that again. So it's like really, really, I feel, of course, you're going to ask the pro, probably. I feel the only thing I can feel comfort is like, I don't believe in death in real life. I feel the, your body worn out, you know, all over. But the spirit is timeless, ageless. They're in the space. So therefore, I can accept that. And also, every time uh, I, I talk about him, I feel his presence. I truly feel, because I'm just answering a question I'm sure you're going to ask. Like, we're sitting next to each other doing makeup every day, like two hours, right? After a while, he said, Byron, um, I heard you're Chinese, right? I said, yeah. He said, uh, I'm Chinese. I said, no, no, your hands are white, boy. You're teasing, right? He said, I'm really Chinese. I said, who's Chinese? He said, my father. I said, really? I said, okay, what do your father do? He said, my father's big movie star. I said, really? I said, what's his name? He's Bruce Lee. I said, I never heard of him. He was like, yeah, like you probably one or two people never heard of my father. I said, I really don't know. But he's gonna disappoint me. I feel bad. We're in North Carolina. I finally called my friend in New York. I said, Who's Bruce Lee? He told me by English alone. Because I did not speak English. I don't know who Bruce Lee is. Who was, right? Next day I said, I know who your father is. Li he said, No wonder he was so happy. So that's our, actually, I'm doing a big documentary next, um, next Thursday, and UK, they're doing a big doc document about Grammy's last day. So they want me to be participate because I'm like, also, I, he was so caring. I, I feel the energy because maybe I'm really reminding his father's background because I don't understand. I, all I can say is, I come from China, my English school. That's really, I know. He said, like, the big explosion of pro, they have this size. I just said, I don't say this explosion. Because I didn't understand language. And I feel like he's like caring for me, like he feels something. So I feel like when it happened, I just couldn't comprehend. I couldn't, I don't know how to make it real. And when we were in North Carolina, it's like a storm raining that day. It's just really, really sad. It's like almost like in the movie, in the beginning, next storm. 
in that place where we're shooting was like this, this factory, nobody there in an empty building, and the water's drinking, and it just goes, almost like ghost town. So that's also something after that, I, because I, I don't understand the language, you become more sensitive. I realized that, that's why I love moving, no matter what happened, no matter what happened to us to the moment. The, the moment the capture on the film will be always there, no matter how many years pass. So that's something magic about film. I think that's probably what you love about no matter what, you can watch the same. Well, so you definitely covered some of my questions. I know, pro, sure. But, um, but kind of expanding on that experience, um, you mentioned that you didn't speak much English at that point. How do you audition for roles in the United States and, and, and how do you work with everybody without speaking English? Did you have interpreters or did you use No, it was so painful. I cried, like I live in New York, right? My agent called to audition. Broadway, there's a Bowery, right? I, I didn't know, I go there, I, I knock the door, the Spanish woman come out with baby crying, saying, oh, oh, he get fucked up off here. I said, so I go home, then my, my agent said, why didn't you go? I said, I went there, there's nobody. And also, it's funny, I was talking for Shakespeare, can you imagine? I was in the room, the casting director, literally, when I was reading, he's on the phone, I was crying, how he saw him, right? I said, to be? Or not to be. He was on the phone. He said, "What is this? Like a joke?" I went through so much. Like um, the 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 pro right? uh, audition is funny. Um, all the girls have rings on their nose and black lips. Or at that time, my hair was this long. I would just dress a t-shirt and jeans. I said, "My English pool. I'm from China." I would just like that. So finally, I auditioned because I, I'm good actress. So I did the scene. So I left. I said, I'll never get this role because I just don't look like that. So at that time in New York, we're moving, we don't have cell phone. It's like popular phone, a house phone. My agent actually found me at my home. He said, you know, as you know, phone's disconnected. They're finding me, he said, they want you to call back. So what is call back? I have no clue. He said, could you put some makeup on? Dress, sexy. I don't have. <coughs> I remember I bought a dress, I think it's $80 to me, so expensive. I kept it for many years. So I came in. So. I put, put some makeup, and the director said, I love what you did yesterday. I said, really? It was like that. He said, can you be enormous to you? Like she has a magic power, okay? Kill people or something. I said, oh, that's you. So I was reading. In the half of it, he said, perfect. Um, but there's one thing, it's funny thing. The script, take me three months to read it with the dictionary. I still don't understand. Finally, the agent called and said they want nudity. I said, in the school, there's no duty to you. I said, no, 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 no. They want me to frontal and side all of that. I said, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. So finally, the, the director said, Alex Prias in Australia, he said, you want to talk to me about nudity, right? I prepared a look at dictionary. He called me from Australia. He said, buddy, I heard you have problems about nudity. I work with models. They do a lot of music video. This girl just changing from the room, giving shit, right? He said, uh, you, you. I said, no, I come from communist country. So you see, but I learned one word. I said, as long as you cover my nipples, it's above here, right? Then it's funny. Finally, my agent called me there. My agent's gay, right? I got there. I said, bye. You want to show your cleavage? I said, what is a cleavage? I don't know, right? He's a gay guy. Cleavage. I said, what is cleavage? The whole office was laughing. Right? I said, I still don't understand. Finally, I said, no, I'm not gonna do it. So they're so clever because maybe the director said. Asian girl, be sexy, right? Finally, I had the opening scene was a shower scene. You see, in shower, you have to be nude, right? 
I said, okay, you can shoot my back. That's what happened. So all the, I'm glad I wasn't like totally nude, but it was kind of a sexy way. So one got a oh, more story, Michael Wincock showed up, right? Uh, you got it fucking wrong. Something uh, like that. Because I was like, hey, my in-school from China, he's like, dismiss me. Finally, give me makeup, everything. First day, I walk out. I said, hello. Everybody was like, shocked. I feel like I'm transformed. It's like a normal, like a Western culture. People some see, discover different side. Like I, I immediately adapt into the spiritual side. Like this beings from nature, I start change. So everybody's like that. So when I was there, I didn't know, this call time. I see my clock, I was so long, I was so nervous. One, one day, just beginning, I got a call. I said, my, my call time, I'm gonna get up. So Michael Wonka said, hey, it's me, so who's this? I'm a top dollar. He said, oh, it's my call time. He said, hey, fucking time, so boring. He's only one bar. He said, come on, have a drink with me. He said, no, 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 no. So I learned so many things from Gabriel uh, with these people. I'm like, from a communist country, dealing with a Hollywood startup, it's almost like an alien. You know, a lot of jokes, a lot of, I learned so much, I cried so much. So come to today, I feel like um, the journey is really beautiful. I'm just gonna ask one more question and I'd like to open up to the audience. Um, and this is kind of, I don't know what the, you'll think of this question, but you've acted in China, you've acted in the United States. China's influence in uh, Hollywood is growing considerably by the year. What do, you, do you think this is a, a good thing, a bad thing? I think it's a great thing, like, because I'm inside of me, I don't see me, I see all you. I'm just part of this element of creature. You know, I think it's all good. Whatever evolves. So when I come here, it's very different. I'm making movie in China than here. In China, I'm like a big star, right? When you, the bigger you are, and the things you do more. When we rap, you move the microphone, you move the lights, you help everybody. You just have the chair, all of that. We have to help each other. So when I was doing the pro, right after the rap, I was moving the light. What the hell are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm helping. I said, well, mind your business. I said. Then I started moving chair, moving. I said, what is this girl's doing? But in my mind, it's like that. It's even funny thing, this wardrobe, right? They give to me everything you have to leave it there. You, you literally make it change until you go home. So then after I'm leaving, you say, bye, where's the underwear? <laughs> I said, I, 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 I'm worried. I'm going to watch it. No, 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 you leave here. I said, oh, no, no, it's embarrassing watching my underwear. This is in China, I never heard of it. But in here, no, 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 it's our job to leave it here. So I'm learning all of this stuff, you know. So finally, like I was, I actually worked with the Olive Stone, the Nixon. I played an interpreter of Nixon and Chairman Mao. But well, I played an interpreter, but I myself did not speak English. It's a joke, right? He just laughed. He said, "I couldn't pronounce millions, millions of people." He said, "That millions, millions." It's crazy. He said, "If you don't pronounce right, I'm gonna doubt you." I said, "No, no, 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 no." Every day, millions, millions, millions. So I feel like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm. Meeting all these people, I learned so much, including George Lucas, Hugh Hoffner, all this cultural icon. I feel like, wow, so lucky. It's journey is like really, really different from China. I feel like now it's more open to Asian. Like I'm auditioning yesterday, I auditioned. They put us open to Spanish, Black, Asian, whatever. Every voice like that. I said we're just part of that. You know, it's kind of a it's open. I think it's good, and I think as long as you stay positive. Like a lot of roles I play, it's not for Asian, like a crank too. This is like a white girl, uh, because my audition got the part. 
So I feel like uh, I, I'm not limited by the whatever how I look. I just uh, the, the, I break a lot of stereotypes. They cast me as the talent that I have. Like I yeah. tell you a little, little story. About this this film actually, the name is not very good. La Branch, right? The first grotto, the story about first grotto in Atlanta was the Hail Mary. His husband, uh, Taylor Hepford, was directing, right? So Jim Patch is in it. But in the end, they cut all of us, just, just Helen Mary because he's his wife. So I got audition, he requested me, right? I said, well, I said, Taylor, if you want me, give me some substantial, not just some little Asian order. I'm basically turned down my job. He said, well, uh, okay, what do you want? I said, important prostitute here, you know, give me a substantial role. He said, oh yeah, there's one role. She's a top earner prostitute. Her name is Samantha, though. She's 20 years old. It's kind of around the big groups. So I said, I want that. He said, okay, you go prepare. I have so many people. You go prepare and come out to improvisation. I said, no, do it now. He was like, you're crazy. He said, in that case, I'm going to audition with you. Normally, director watching. He's going to do it. The same is, I'm the top prostitute. I don't want to do anything. I just want money. He doesn't want to pay. He just want to have fun, right? I said, stop. I was just standing there. And they cast me, and they said, all oh, our girls, which one is her? And he said, no touching. I said, today, I'm not doing a good move. He was like, right? If you're top, like, I'm not like kissing all of that. Finally, I said, wow, you have beautiful blue eyes. He just went for that. I said, you know what? I don't know anything about you, but I know one thing about you for sure. He said, what is that? I said, from today on, you're going to come back just for me. He was like, it's just purely improvisation, right? After that, he said, let's talk about price. I hold his uh, watch, I said, how much is the watch cost? He has no clue what I was saying. So finally, I just said, you can change people's mind. So after that, so I leave, I was dressing basically a t-shirt, see-through, a little short mini skirt. He said, Molly, you go out, you're going to stop traffic, right? <laughs> so finally, I left. Three days later, he called me. He said, Taylor, I said, no, that's not you. Finally, he said, is it really you? He said, when you walked in, I know I'm going to cast you. When you left, you got the job. He said, that's a job purely has nothing to do with me. And he told me, he said, how do you get the people's attention? I said, by not trying to get attention. So basically, this is you, like this girl here, whatever you get a job, you just have to, because the audition, any interview, the, you're the boss, right? The boss neutral. You're the driver. You can go forward and go backwards. They want you to go. So for me, I just decided to go forward. So a lot of actors that you need to go there, you're trying to figure out what the director wants, what the boss wants. You're trying to please them. Then the, the boss sees your way, you're out. But if you're challenging them, I'm your partner. I can bring this. You always win. That's always I go and you have gods. I just, even like George Lucas, right? Oh my God, I have so many stories. I just see, after we were shooting in Sydney, I said, George, what do you want me to do? He said, do whatever the hell you want. I said, oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> Maybe I'll share this, because I always want to share with people something uh, important, insightful for your own journey. You have to trust your journey, like I, how I got the stars. I was in the MTV musical world. Everybody sitting there, you know, in commercial, you just wait. I left to the green room to get food. I was standing waiting in the buffet, right? I was waiting. Suddenly I heard George Lucas in front of me. I said, oh my God, 
my age, no aging can get me to. It's environment. I said, oh my God, when I asked the job, I was debating my, I was so excited. And I thought, no, every actor asks for a job. He'll never remember me. So one of the actors asked for a job, right? Not gonna ask a job, not gonna say hello. It's stupid, you don't say hello. Anybody, at least you say hello. I didn't. I said, no, I left. How stupid is I don't know what's wrong with my mind. So I get to sit in the sofa, taking a high heel shoe off, I was eating. And there's a lady come. He said, buddy, can I, I love you, the angel, the Kirisha angel. He said, oh, my big fan. I love you, angel. Can I take selfie or selfie, all of that? I said, sure. He said, can I sit here? You know, my, my, my feet hurt. He said, sure. We're eating, he's talking, all of that. She's talking. Finally, George Lucas, in front of the director walking towards to us. I said, what is this happening? He just walked in front, standing in front of me. This lady get up. He said, buddy, let me introduce you to someone. It's my dad, George. This is K.D. Lucas' daughter. How I avoid it, right? Come to, I suddenly I said, oh my god, I see you, I didn't say, I said, if I'm in your movie, what I started talking about. I said, career fair, I'll be in the Star Wars dream country. I was so nervous. I said, he said, you're a great actress, you know me? He said, yeah, Red Corner. Like the star was rich here. I play lawyer puppets. You see, yeah. I said, oh my god, I'm so I was so nervous I left. Again, I could sit there, right? I was just don't know why I was so nervous. But then I learned uh, three two weeks later I was in Hawaii film festival. You know, he got a job, your agent, your manager, or colleagues, I was like, they buy me, how the hell you got Star Wars? The agent had no clue. I said, I know what's going on. He said, really got offer. What role? He said the script. Directly send me your home, we don't get to know. Tomorrow you go to Warner Brothers to try wardrobe. Then, like three or four days later, they, they flew me to Australia. That's what happened. I think he liked me that time. He's like, here's ready, take me to lunch, dinner, all of that. So, what I want to see is see if that moment I didn't listen to my instinct, the nature, I, I'll be smart or my, I'm going to talk to him. Then I'll mess up the moment. Katie Lucas passed by. I've never seen, I'll never meet George Lucas in this world. But I follow my instinct. I gave up that. So I left. So I turned, George, the Katie Lucas just see me. All of this, the universe so much bigger arranged for us. We don't see it. You might think I'm stupid, I lose the opportunity, but it's yours, never will be lost. So I, I have a guts, I did not say hi. I sit there, that will be come to me. just I want to share the story. A lot of things, we have to be confident, or sure about ourselves. We, we, we will get it. Like this is exactly, including Hugh Hoffner, all of that, they come to me, I never asked them. But I, I go having fun, I give joy, like Hugh Hoffner, See my in my red cover, you know, my Nicola Shana, because every dress is so big. I didn't know. Paparazzi is so mean. You say, why didn't bend down? I didn't know, you know? And they take a shot, makes it all over. I dress elegant. I don't see the picture. Every time I something, you know, it's like, I see all those fucking people. But because of that, you have to have together. You don't know all these things. You, you just have to be you, you know, and, and life will arrange it. Sometimes we're so smart, we're trying to manipulate, we do this, do it. If I was smart trying to get a George Lewis to cast me, I'd never be working with you. Right? I left. I don't know. My mind first, and I just go, the, the universe, we don't say, go there, go there, sit there, don't say how to go. So I followed. But you never know. They, they have plans for you. I trust that. I just go, go, go. 
So like I came here, I don't know speak English, I don't know anybody. First time I was in a red carpet, I the red corner, right? I was in the red carpet. Then there's two corner ticket. Bye, what you wearing? I said, I'm wearing a jacket. Whose jacket? I said, my jacket. <laughs> I was so offended. I said, what are you talking about? It's my, what are you, how do you imagine it's not my jacket? I'm like, but I did not know what they're asking. The designer, taking me forever to remember Dodge so this culture and learning, of course, a lot of tears, laughters, because they think I'm stupid, but she's kind of funny, it's cute, because I don't understand. What is celebrity? I have no clue. So like my journey is really kind of like, everywhere, every time I go, I'm gonna share some of those deep fate of destiny and wisdom. You have to be comfortable, trust yourself. That's what I do. We will appreciate inviting me here. You know, this moment is ours. And I get to see Andy Warhol's museum, and I booked, I'm gonna see the Hamlet show. So like this time, you know, being he took me yesterday to the view. I said, wow, so beautiful. So this is appreciation. Like I, I come here to meet all of you, and also enjoy exciting. If people come see me, I make money. Great. If I don't, I'm still having fun. So that's life. You have to keep joy. So I want to share something that's meaningful for you guys. You know, at night. Um, we have time for at least one question. Does anybody have anything on their mind? Ask me wild questions. shooting were in Toronto, it's cold, was Harvey Weinstein, was the producer with Neil Max. Eddie Griffin, I don't want to see it, it's kind of difficult. He joke around, tease me, I don't understand, but I feel it's something not good, because I don't understand, people tease me sometimes, I just feel like, don't do this because I don't understand. But I like the role, you know, with my family, the shit is, I don't know what it is, the shit is good, the shit is, good. The shit is no good, the shit is good. The shit is not good, it's not good. <laughs> shit, why is good? No, shit is good, the shit I was like, confused, so funny, but I learned a lot of those uh, slants, you know. I had a great experience, I had this baby. First time I'm, I, I never had children giving birth, like, I was really feel like, oh, oh, going crazy. It was so much fun, that. I love, like, love comedy. I'm like, oh, one thing I want to share, Jordan is called I keep my own movie, I made my, myself First time uh, director debut film. I write, I direct, I star, I produce. I don't have money, I don't nothing, but I say you leave once, you have to do the things you love. So my fan says, Bali, you don't have money, you don't have script, how the hell you make movie? Even Steven Spielberg wouldn't do it. My answer was, because I'm Bali, because I have universe behind me. See? You don't have to know everything, you know distribution. I said, don't ask me. You take one step, you open this door, and the next door will open. You just have to go. Trust your instinct. Now, should I, I just finished my rough cutting and cement to big festival. So uh, I gave myself the opportunity. You have to do something you love. I have investors coming by, but they want to change them. I said, I don't want your money. I want to do what I want. So I get up 4.30, get Starbucks with everybody. I never done that. But I don't know what that passion from. If you ask me to do today, there's no way. So much work. 
but I did it. It's called my quarantine romance with toilet paper. <laughs> because I didn't have toilet paper. It's a comedy, but it's, it's a love story, but it's during the COVID. It's because I don't have toilet paper. I have money, no toilet paper in history. Never was anybody worried about toilet paper. It's only now for COVID. I think that's something very, it's funny, also so stupid, but it's silly, but it's true, it's profound. I write a song too, I don't want to sing it, it's a toilet paper song. It's funny. <laughs> so that movie, I'm very excited to, I think it's gonna go viral, it's so silly, but so fun. It's like my post-register, the roller coaster, fast, fast, fast. So that's something very exciting. It's like, I'm making my own journey. I'm making myself a director. Nobody will. You wait for other people, do it yourself. Have the guts. So what? You fail, so what? You had fun. It's the process. Have fun. Who cares, right? But you gotta go. You never know who's magic to take it away. One wisdom I want to share with you, that's me. Like, everybody has a fear, me too. But the only difference is when you have fear, you're gonna take another road, take 10 years to cross that road. But I will jump. I might die. But I, I'm curious, I said, what's, what's the fear? Why am I free? But only when you have the guts to jump, you discover. I discover I have this magical meaning. So if you don't go that far, you never know your potential. My difference is I come from a communist country now. I jump, I do things. But what did I get? This George Lucas come and tell me, all these people come to my life. It's because I'm God. So they see something. You know, you just be you. People will see the brilliance of you. Just show your brilliance, show your purity, and truth of who you are. Magic of who you are. Well, I guess unfortunately we have to wrap it up. And thank you. Uh, of course, bio will be at our table all weekend, so if you have some questions, and I will stop by to let you know how Pittsburghers are usually overly prepared in a toilet paper situation. Yeah. <laughs> right? I don't have a little bit. First time I'm, I, I don't have toilet paper, finally I have to, I don't talk to my fan. I can say, he said I want to see you. I said, sure, do you have toilet paper? The first time I meet him, he's six feet apart, can you toilet paper? He said, by I've never imagined. So follow me, and I am biling Instagram, or official biling, Facebook, Twitter, real biling, so you see all these uh, toilet paper stories. I also have two films, Lockdown and Jack Bean Nimble, coming out. There's two films coming out later right now. So it's all different. Okay.